0: I'm Ben Klunt. And I'm Stephen Brown. We're two entrepreneurial professionals based in Spokane, Washington.
1: Join us on our journey to make 2019 the most prosperous of our lives.
0: We'll bear all as we strive to improve all aspects of our business and our health and fitness, as well as our relationships
1: personally and professionally. We aim to offer impactful insight into our business and personal lives. We'll share the good, the bad, and the ugly throughout our journey. With the
0: ultimate goal of our business and fitness, being in the best shape of our lives at the close of 2019. You are listening to the Ordinary to Extraordinary Podcast.
1: This is a really freaking squeaky
0: table. Yeah, I'm getting rid of it. Alright, so we are recording.
1: Right now? yep I like it so the room might sound a little bit uh, more echoey listeners so sorry about that but in the middle of a remodel that fellow co-working here it's gonna look pretty sweet
0: yeah this room's gonna be good um so let's we got a workout in this morning we did should we welcome people and see what we are first or no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they know. You, you guys know who we are but um I have a feeling Ben we're recording this on what's today's date?
1: Saturday the thirteenth. Saturday no. the thirteenth, yeah,
0: of April, and we're going to release this on Monday the fifteenth of April. So it's a quick turnaround. Mm-hmm. Um, this
1: is, so. This is your real and raw, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> real and raw. Real
0: raw emotions. There's all kinds of shit going on. Sorry if that's. We're Including definitely any this
1: losing one. his voice. Yeah.
0: Um, this happened last night. I feel 100%. I feel great. Yeah, good. No ill effects other than just when I try and talk, it sounds like I've got a frog in my throat.
1: That's puberty all over again. So, yeah. Were <laughs> <laughs> um, you saying you were squeaky last night when you were trying to talk? Yeah, <laughs> a I was out a friend's birthday.
0: So, yeah, I want to start, Ben. Um, last seven days have been seven of the most trying days I've had in a long time. I have had emotional highs and emotional lows. Mm-hmm. I've shared that things were going well with Emma, the girl I was seeing. And last weekend while I was in Orlando, she decided that we were not going to continue on down the path that we were going. And it's, it's hurting. So I'm in a bad spot emotionally. And at the same time, I was with my family, obviously happy to be with them and loving that. You know, kind of fought through it. And then the last few days since I got home on late Wednesday night is more processing and just trying to make sure that I'm okay. Trying to get back to routine, obviously hurting, processing. Don't want to get into the minutiae of what went on, why thing. And I didn't do anything wrong. I don't think she necessarily did anything wrong. It was just, I think there's some stuff from the past that she needs to process. And I need to be somewhat respectful of it while being respectful of my own feelings and what I want.
1: Yeah, relationships are hard. You yeah. certainly, uh, like you've said, mentioned before. It's like Lauren and I got lucky; I didn't have to deal with a lot of the dating scene. It, uh, and as we talked about this morning, it's like sometimes you know you just have to go through the actions of life and let time heal. But
0: the the unfortunate thing is logic, which I live ninety nine percent of my life by, doesn't apply. Mm-hmm. You know what you should do. You know where you're supposed to be. What you're supposed to be doing. And when you're supposed to be doing it, and unfortunately, you know the the emotions just. I will be raw and vulnerable right now and say I have a Superman complex. I think I've even had people on social media, like friends of mine, comment to me that oh, you are human. Whenever I share something vulnerable, yeah, it kind of. I don't know that it's necessarily conscious on my part, but I don't like feeling like this. I don't like knowing that I can feel like this. And if we go all the way back to our first podcast we Mm -hmm, talked about mm -hmm. the fact that i only open up and let people in my circle my village if you like when i'm ready to do it and this happened fast while i'm happy for all the positives like i had a great time you know this the way i'm processing and feeling just now just sucks yeah so starting accountability update on a on a bit of a negative
1: (laughs) (laughs) i guess this is life
0: yeah but we also made that promise right off the bat. Even in our intro, we say we'll yeah. share the,
1: the highs and the lows, the good, the, the, good, bad, the bad, and the, the ugly. ugly. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, so this is
1: your little bit of ugly for now.
0: Yeah, and I I would like to say there's, if you talk to me in the next few weeks, please, please, please don't treat me any differently. You know, one of the things that really did make me open up to, to this girl was um, the realness, the the fact that she would call me on my shit, Challenge me when she needed to challenge me, support me when I needed support, and not mollycoddle anything, not sugarcoat anything. Be completely unwavering in our beliefs, whether they agree or disagree. But yeah, yeah, I'm just don't don't treat me any differently. Just help me through it, and
1: yeah, you know, I'll, I I've opened up to people slowly. Well, and uh, you're processing it all in your own way. I know you said you're doing a couple things that that is it, like not drinking, not finding. Uh, Comfort in some of those types of things. Yeah, I
0: don't need to go down a dark path. You know, I think everybody has a dark side and there's certain triggers for a dark side. You know, for me, it's... uh, You
1: know your weaknesses. Yeah,
0: like I mentioned to you, like your dark side would probably come out to play if somebody did something to um, Western or or your wife, Yeah, Yeah. yeah. So for me, I know that when I feel the way I feel right now, alcohol is the worst thing. Yeah. I'm a happy. I'm a happy person. Super happy. Go lucky.
1: Yeah, happy drunk too. Yeah,
0: I mean, I power up. That's what my friend Brian says. He, he's like, you're like Mario every time you have a drink. You know, you kind <laughs> of. <do-do-do-do-do-do. laughs> but yeah, I don't need to test that. I don't. I, I, mean, I don't. Well, and I, you know what's
1: good for you right now too. I mean, you kind of got to listen to your body, rest, and again go through the actions of, of life and let time. Heal. Yeah, I mean, you never know, right? What, yeah. What happens? Like, I'd have so many friends that ended up breaking up with a girl, and later on, they got back together. Sometimes they don't. I mean, you never know what's going well, to happen. Well, life's. What's supposed to happen?
0: What's supposed to happen is going to happen. Exactly. Um, you know, and and that's whether you're religious, non-religious, call it the universe, call it karma, yeah, whatever, call it just the world going round. You're right. If, if it's for you, just how it works. If, if it's you're alive, for you, that's how happen. it's going to work. You know, and the unfortunate thing that I keep coming back to is there's still to right now a lot of care, a lot of Mm -hmm. affection, but there's just some things that you gotta work through. Well, I don't. I mean, I need to work through my my own emotions. Yeah, yeah, just I've never had an amicable breakup Uh. until now.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) And by amicable, I mean, there's no malice on my part, there's no ill will, there's no anger. There's just absolute dejection, but hey, we're about seven minutes in, six minutes in. <laughs> I don't want to keep it on that vein, but I'd want to share that. You know, it's part of the uh, the process. It's still, we'll
1: talk about talk about Florida. What you were in Florida with your family, <clears throat> got to see your nieces, go to Disney yeah. World. Looked like you guys had a pretty good time.
0: Yeah. So we uh, first
1: off, you fulfilled your duty for the month of <sighs> April. Yeah, and I, might
0: rene- I might renege on that after being gone so much. I was so glad to get home, but we'll talk about that sometime. My advice on Disney World, don't do it. Don't
1: go to Disney World? Don't ever go to Disney World. Second happiest place on earth. Disneyland it's is the first.
0: Happiest place on earth is a crock. An absolute <laughs> crock. Um, even with fast passes, it, it feels like you wait in line to wait in line. Like you wait in line to get in. Then you wait in line to get on a boat or a train to actually take you to the park. And then you wait in line for your fast pass ride. And then you wait.
1: So 90% of the time you're waiting in
0: lines. And like I said, we paid extra and all that stuff. But beyond that, I had a great time. It was awesome. I mean, I've been drip feeding pictures of my nieces. Yeah. Beautiful. Saw that. Just yeah, uh, amazing kids. little girls. You, know, you have two nieces? I have three of them. Three. Three nieces, five nephews. Cool. They did all the princess stuff. They did. Uh, Bippity bobbity boo boutique, if that means anything to I have anybody.
1: No I mean, did they dress you up like a princess? They did not, oh.
0: thankfully. You know, we, uh, we, it was 90 degrees and humid. I mean, I've got a little bit of color freckles on my arms, and but yeah, it was, it was, it was great to be around family again. Yeah. The last four days since what happened, happened. I, I put a front on, which I didn't like, it didn't open up to my mum right away, but eventually had to just got through it with the girls.
1: But Stephen's going to take a sip of water to clear this little throat there. It's got the tickles. <clears throat> got the tickles in the throat.
0: It doesn't even tickle. There's no pain. Really? Nothing. Just it just sounds, sounds like this.
1: Funky. But no, it's like you and I are kind of, I told you earlier this week, you and I kind of reversed roles a little bit in the last few weeks because I was the one that seemed to be like just in a funk uh, the last few weeks and I guess prior to the last few weeks. And, you know, business was a little bit slow the first quarter, but it's done a 180 on me the last couple of weeks. Good. Yeah, it is. It is good. It's nice to see. It's Clients are, uh, new clients are coming in, signing up. I'm on track to have another stellar year. Uh, If everybody that's committed is going to, you know, sign paperwork, there's always anomalies, things happen. But on track to have a stellar year at work. Uh, Weston, my son's been doing well. And any of you who have young kids, you know that your life kind of revolves around your kids, especially when they're young. Because <laughs> it affects your wife, which affects you, which affects their It's time. not just when they're young, you know. <laughs> no, that's true. But when they're young and sometimes not sleeping, that really makes it uh, even more fun. But... Yeah, kids in general. I guess anybody who has kids, there's all stages of life and things that you get to deal with. But no, nah, he's been cool. He's a cute kid. I mean, I think there's a picture of him, us on uh, on our Instagram, if you haven't seen, if you're wondering. A lot of people call him the Gerber baby because he gets all of his looks from his mom. <laughs> but, uh, so no, business has been good. Life's been good. We were in Arizona. I don't know if we talked about this. Uh, so if we've done an accountability podcast since we then. Did. We, we did. We talked about it last one. But no, that was awesome. No more trips on the horizon for us. Uh, Kind of exciting we are looking forward to summer my parents bought a little cabin across the way from my in-laws actually out at the lake so my in-laws and my folks get along really well which is cool to see and uh, so we'll have two babysitters out at the lake this summer so, grandma and grandpa on both sides, and uh, which means we get to go out on the boat a little more.
0: <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So, uh, tell us what's turning around in terms of your work life. What, what's making it busier? Are those people you know, that come, weren't reaching back out, getting back, or what's going on?
1: Yeah, some of that. And uh, we talk about it in that it seems like a lot of our business is cyclical, and you can't really control that. It's just. You go through the actions you try to do the things that are positive and the results you can't really control so uh, it just happened that the results are now coming about they didn't happen a whole lot in the first quarter uh, i'm not doing anything different than i was uh, in the first quarter i'm just you know big stuff's happening now people are saying yes so i think the hard part is and i was talking about one of this to one of my colleagues is like having the psychological Ability and the grit, and just the stick to itiveness of going through the actions, you know, mm-hmm. that, that give you the results that you know you want. And even when you're not getting the results that you want, you just continue doing the actions you know that bear fruit, uh, is really what makes someone successful, too, right? It's just habit, <coughs> continuing on with your habit, even like working out when we're working out and I mean, it's just continuing on with the habit of working out. Like there's days I don't want to go to the gym, right? But you show up. And so it's like just showing up to work and continuing to do what I know works in the long run. doesn't work necessarily short term, but works in the long run.
0: Yeah, that's great to hear. And since I've been back from Orlando, you know, the, the last two days, two and a half days have been an absolute blur. I had some meetings for one of the partnerships I work on, trying to not necessarily reinvigorate, but just. Reinject some goal setting and different things. There's a lot of opportunities that are coming. You know, similar yeah. to what you've described yeah. in the past. It's like so many dominoes lined up, and it's just going to like come fall. something Eventually fall. Eventually, it's going to fall. So yeah. I think we're both on course for the year. Yeah. You know, in terms of what we're doing, how I'm we're excited. doing, it. and our goals that we talked about way back in January. Right? Like mm. we're going to beat what we did last year. We're going to be extraordinary because not many people can sustain well, success.
1: Fitness-wise, I think we're both doing pretty good too.
0: Yeah, um, I feel as strong as ever. We'll obviously post some stuff from our training this morning. Yeah. I'm, like, stronger than I've been for a long time. Like, I really felt good this morning. My weight's as low as it's been in mm-hmm. over 10 years. Yeah, me too. It's it's kind of doubled with not really so having nice an appetite right now. Yeah. and So not necessarily, I mean, the last four or five pounds have probably not been the healthiest way to lose weight. And weight isn't my only factor. I have a goal weight, but Body I also have... Too. Well, I have strength and I want to look good and feel good. Yeah, I really, I mean, I went out for my friend's birthday last night. No alcohol because I don't want to ruin my throat anymore. I mean, a lot of people were commenting. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, a lot Feels character. good, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah I mean, you, yeah. you know, like people saying, well, I've seen your post, but now I see you in person. You know, my, yeah. I, I know I'm looking slimmer. My face, especially my hairdresser, who you
1: don't like. Um, I have no problem with your hairdresser. <laughs> she doesn't like my voice. Don't
0: make me laugh. <laughs> Cassie um, or whatever her name is. Yeah. She uh she actually commented the last time. She's like, normally when I cut your hair, we keep it high and tight, right? And yeah. she said it normally takes five to ten pounds off your face. She's like, You don't need it this time. Sweet. You know it's It's nice. a good feeling. Yeah.
1: I was thinking this morning, it's like I can tell my arms are getting bigger. Because I can start to see like just veins that are popping a little more without working out, like the veins are just starting to pop a little bit. I'm like, huh. Look at that. My arms are getting bigger. Whoa. I noticed my at my lowest weight that I've been, just like you had said, in probably 10 years. Five to 10 years, I'm at my lowest weight I've been. And my body fat is at the lowest it's ever been. My body fat percentage. Yeah. not BMI, but the uh, actual body fat percentage.
0: And let's, so action item. I don't know if you want to make a note of this. by the next accountability podcast. Let's do our numbers again. Okay. And share them.
1: Yeah, I'm game for that.
0: Um, I think that's going to be really telling.
1: I know my you waist. You can come is... work out with me on the north side, and we'll do it. I have to? Yes. I hate that gym, and I hate the South Hill one. I don't know why. Stephen <laughs> hates anything that's not part of his routine. That's what it is. It's not that you hate the gym; it's that you hate the fact that that gym is not part of your routine.
0: It doesn't have the things that I want to use, and when I want to use them, and how I want to use them.
1: <laughs> Such a little princess sometimes.
0: I think routine's healthy. I really
1: do. And I know one thing I wanted to mention is like, so I I told you, it's like I wanted to switch up my routine a little bit and do Monday, Wednesday, Friday at the gym and Tuesday, Thursday cardio in the morning because I'm on Westin duty Mm -hmm. with my son because my wife leaves early. And so Monday, Tuesday, I go in the morning, or excuse me, Monday, Friday, I go to the gym early and then Wednesday, I go on the way home it's really been working out well that uh, that schedule has just really been working out well I'm starting to see introducing cardio losing weight faster yeah too, and my arms are steady and growing even still and the same as with shoulders and legs so it's cool to see that it even in a modified routine from what we were doing before I'm still seeing a lot of prop excuse me a lot of progress but
0: yeah and I think you know it comes back to you know, we talked with Tyler Dickerhoof, in her, which will release next week when we talked about the nutrition. Part two, yeah. We talked 40, 30, 30, and we talked about the calories in and calories out, mm-hmm. and how just adding a little extra calorie burn can yeah. actually create a deficit for you, right? So I think if nothing else were the 13th of April, mm-hmm. from where we were in December when you and I started working out, your knowledge and understanding. Of what's required, not just—I mean, anybody can lose weight, right? Anybody can go on a diet, which I don't approve of. I don't believe in diet, and I believe in in monitoring what you're eating and counting calories to a point, but balance. You've you understand at this point, three and three, four months in, what it takes for you not just to lose weight, but to do it in a healthy way, maintain, build muscle versus just lose fat, right? Yeah. One of the things I've noticed is you're standing straighter you probably have much less back pain, right? Because you're not carrying as much of a gut. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, gut's down a bit. Yeah. And, and I want to ask you, just from a feeling standpoint, forget the weight, forget the arms, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling?
1: Pretty good. I, I'm still, like, uh, I don't know. Well, like, I still wake up early and I don't always sleep that great. I go in cycles of sleep. Mm-hmm. But I notice that also is correlated to when I drink. If I have a couple drinks, I don't sleep as well, usually.
0: We learned about that as
1: well. Yeah.
0: No heart rate variability.
1: Yeah, so that is interesting. When you have a couple of drinks, it's like, oh, welcome to 30. That's fun. Great. Uh, You start to not be able to sleep as well. But So that hasn't changed a whole lot, and I was hoping it would, but thus is life. But I do feel better. I feel, I mean... Just from a confident standpoint, even too, you know, I feel it's like I've always wanted to be in better shape. I've wanted my arms to be bigger, but I just didn't really care for working out. I'm still not a huge fan of the gym, but I'm becoming more of a fan of the feeling after the gym when you get the workout and you feel good. You feel like, ah, oh, I've, I've accomplished something, you know, for the day.
0: Well, this is, again, we always draw parallels between health and business, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the best parallels is if you only do the things you enjoy doing, you're not going to get the results you want. Yeah. So, totally. if you only focused on going to lunch and having coffee with clients, yep. and you're not generating a pipeline and not yeah. doing the work that yeah. you need on the backside, and it's the same in fitness. Yeah, you're if you're not asking them for their business. Yeah. If you only go for a run when you think you're getting fat, you know it's uh, that. That's not prevention. That's, that's cure. Yeah. yeah. You got to get gotta ahead get of active. it. And one of the things you plateaued for a little while. I want to say maybe a month, month and a half ago, and you didn't let that derail you. You kept positive. Yeah, yeah. I didn't
1: even think of it as plateauing, honestly. It, uh, I, I didn't even until you said that I never even thought that I plateaued. It's, yeah. I mean, again, this is like about balance, right? Hence to me doing the Monday, Wednesday, Friday thing. It's like finding something that works that isn't just like the year of this podcast. Like, Hey, Ben's gonna go to the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and that's just now part of his routine. And also, it's what's interesting is Lauren mentioned to me. It's like we're eating a little healthier at home too. Because I mentioned I, need, I love that I she's need bought into protein-rich meals and stuff for the yeah working out. So she's buying into it a little more too, and she's wanting to work out a little more as well. So she's going to Zumba and she's going for runs around the neighborhood and stuff like that as well. And so it's, it's great it's kind of that you guys.
0: Um, you. It's great that you guys understand it your kind of fitness and her kind of fitness is, is different you know what you need to do yeah, and what you enjoy so you've found that balance and if she likes Zumba and running and all that stuff it takes all kinds right mm-hmm. not everybody needs to be in the gym lifting weights and doing the things that they see other people doing on Instagram I from the, the balance standpoint I felt really good until this week sleeping was great balance on what I was eating when I was eating it you know water intake which is obviously really important but yeah I'm just I'm really stoked with where we're at in terms of it's cool the fitness stuff a little more on accountability maybe in the business world Ben so what are you going to commit to here over the next two weeks talk to me about what you're going to focus on
1: (laughs) are <laughs> you just springing this on me? What, what am I going to focus on?
0: Yeah. Well, you've got someone a spring on me. I well,
1: and, and mine has nothing to do with business or actually anything. But in April, honestly, we have a lot of events. Uh, I've got an event a week that I am responsible to get people to. So I had one this past Thursday. I have one next Thursday. and have one on the 25th of Thursday. Mm-hmm. So uh, really focused on... You know, one of them's for a nonprofit I'm involved with, and then two of them are business related. The one last Thursday and the one this coming Thursday, all okay. business related. So it's I'm grinding to get people to events, clients, prospects, and centers of influence, people who refer me business. So really focused on that, focused on getting those new clients in the door and paperwork signed that I mentioned have verbally committed that are going to make this quarter a big quarter. Uh, had some of them come in. It's fun to also see though you know some that were on my pipeline that i'm trying to work down the pipeline to the next stage right uh you 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 focus on your pipeline and getting people moved off the pipeline but then also all of a sudden somebody comes in in the 10th stage and they're ready to sign out of nowhere Mm -hmm. so it is cool to see that it's like that's why i said like you go through the actions you focus on your pipeline but you don't get too upset when stuff isn't Mm -hmm. falling off because you never know when someone's going to come out of left field and be ready to sign i mean i've had you know, a seven figure account. I haven't met with them yet, and they're coming in next week to sign already because the, it was a referral in. And the trust that this attorney had with this particular client legitimized me basically to the point where they're ready to sign.
0: That's the beauty of word of mouth, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's so commonly overlooked. Yeah, the relationships. You know, I think I've said to you before, and I don't know where I got this term, but I make a living off of my reputation. Mm hmm. I work with so many business owners in town that if I'm not responsive and I'm not doing what I need to do, that gets around.
1: Yes, you it know, is.
0: And the fact that when I can name drop some of the people I work with and then prospective clients, so let me try that again, prospective clients can make a phone call to that person. Mm-hmm. And I ask, I'm like, do you mind if I tell such and such that I'm working with you? And they make a phone call and it happened last month. There's um, one of my competitors is aggressively pricing right now hmm. and going after essentially my core book of business. And when I say my core book of business is in the restaurant vertical, right? So, you know, bars, restaurants, yeah. downtown Spokane, Northside Valley, South Hill, I own them, right? They are mine if they're with Heartland. They're aggressively offering way, way, way under... Normal rates. When are they going to jack the prices up? Just a market um, grab if they're doing that. I mean, it's not profitable for them. Yeah, so they're, they're lost grab. leaders. Yeah. So, you know, so what I can do is I can focus on what they're doing and let people know hey, in six months' time, you're going to see an increase. It's not going to be communicated the way it should be. And you're going to be back to what you're paying now. And you're going to go through all this rigmarole. But what I do instead is I have a customer who went through it. He literally called me, I won't say who he is, he called me, it was like he'd lost a family member, he's like Stephen I like working with you but from a financial standpoint I can't leave this deal on the table and I said hey no hard feelings, you know where I'm at, if you need any help just give me a call, he did it for a month and a half, his reporting was off, so other companies don't do the work on integrations that we do, Mm -hmm. so we make Mm -hmm. things seamless. So he couldn't do any of his end-of-day reporting. They weren't matching with what was being deposited. He's got investors in his business. Couldn't report to them. He's like, well, this is this set of numbers. That's that set of numbers. Investors don't like that. They want to know the yeah. bottom line, right? They're like, what's
1: going on fishy here?
0: So I reached out to him just randomly just saying, hey, how are things going? Do you need me for anything? You know, I hope the transition's been smooth. And he's like, I was going to call you today. Come and see me. And I went in and I signed him back up. And now he's my poster child. So yeah. he's like, if you need anybody, if they throw this deal at anybody, have them call me. I don't want other restaurateurs to deal with this. Yeah. So that's, that's good. That's awesome. It's, so, I can I put you on a billboard? Yeah. Well, the best part, <laughs> I never badmouth competitors. Yeah. I'm always like, hey, you know, if they're working for you, great. He does that for me now. Hmm. He, when people call him, do not do it. You're going to create a headache for yourself. You're not getting the level of service and support. Like, you can't text somebody and they come and fix it the way Stephen yeah. does. You can't make a phone call on a weekend and have a replacement terminal in an hour. You know, and I don't promise those things. It's just if I'm capable of doing it, I'll do it. Yeah. Um. So, I mean... Well, and for
1: them, that means a lot too because, like, they're searching on a weekend. That's that's their money-making time yeah. for a restaurant, right? Well,
0: beyond that, as a business owner, very few restaurateurs want to buy a job. So when they get into the restaurant business, unless they're a chef, that's a little different. But very few want to spend six seven days a week eight to twelve hours a day in the restaurant
1: yeah it's
0: crazy a lot of tours want to have a good manager do their thing right this is getting kind of long sorry what they want to do is they want to be able to relax and know that things are taken care of and essentially what this guy says is you
1: know, run a business not a job right he asks these other business
0: owners when they call him asking about his experience what's your time worth to you do you want to spend an extra four or five hours a week trying to find funds and reconcile them or do you want that all taken care of? Because that extra four or five hours a week is worth what you're paying.
1: Switching topics a little bit, Stephen. All right. And this is something I heard on the radio, actually. Okay. And it's interesting. And it makes me think a little bit. And I, We're both of us kind of are country music fans, right? We both enjoy listening to country music. I listen to that probably 80% of the time compared to most things. So flip through different country music stations. In the morning, sometimes I'll listen to the Bobby Bones show. Do you like Bobby Bones? you listen to Bobby I
0: used to listen to him. Is this going to be a humble brag?
1: Is this going to be a humble brag? A
0: humble brag. He always talks about humble bragging. humble
1: brags. Yeah. No, there's no humble brags. But there was this song that came out. It's now number one on the charts. You probably know the song I'm talking about.
0: I actually don't. I haven't listened to music much recently.
1: number one on the charts. It was actually number one on the country music charts. Got pulled because it was classified as not country. And then Billy Ray Cyrus came on sang with the group and it now is back on the country charts and it's also number one on the charts so hold on, I'll I'll play it for you Stephen What song is it? Old Town Road
0: Definitely doesn't sound country
1: Wait for the Billy Ray part. This might not be the little Billy Ray Cyrus. All right. But you get the idea.
0: I'm intrigued where this is going. This is so from left field.
1: I know. This is why I like it. So this song, it's, and it was interesting to me. So they, now Billy Ray Cyrus jumps on this song and sings it, right? And then it's back on the country charts, right? All they did was Billy Ray started singing that portion of the song, which was the last bit. I'm going to take my horse. That part is what he's singing. And it's back on the It's interesting to me how something can become number one on the charts without somebody get removed. Billy Ray comes in Gives legitimacy to it, I guess, again. And then it's number one on the charts again. So I wanted your take on it. And, and I wanted to know what you thought of that song.
0: Well, so I actually do have a take on it. That didn't sound terrible. It's yeah, not really, that's where I'm at. It's not something I'm going to I seek buy out to listen, probably, but yeah. I'm not going to switch it over if it's on a radio station either. I don't think it's a secret. My favorite artist on Faces of the Earth is Eric Church. Yeah. Right? So that guy write songs that from an emotional standpoint from a family standpoint everything else just speak to my soul and whenever I listen to his albums from early to now there's been so much progression in where he's come from country artists kind of earn a level of creativity right Mm -hmm. so your first album is always going to be let's and by artist I want to verify this and, and kind of talk about this I like Jason Aldean's music he's not an artist he's a performer he doesn't write and perform his own songs yeah good point people hate when i say this but if you look at how many songs the supposed goat and bobby bones always calls him the goat right who does he call the goat
1: who does he call the what the
0: goat the greatest of all time greatest country artist of all time who do you think it is
1: the goat yeah it's not garth brooks is it garth
0: brooks he calls him the goat right Hmm. i think garth brooks just a fat entertainer (laughs) okay because he has writing credits he Uh, has literally 10 dozens of albums right yeah he only has writing credits on less than 30 songs. Huh. So he's not, he's not creating his he's own not a music. He's a writer. Yeah. And every song that's been popular, Thunder Rolls and Friends in Low Places, all that, no writing credits for Garth Brooks. A true artist, to me, yeah. creates it, performs it. So it's not to say that they're not great entertainers. I'd love to go to a Garth Brooks show and I'd, I'd go to yeah. Jason Aldean shows, and, but they're not true entertainers to me. Or not, not true artists, yeah. sorry. They're, they're sorry. entertainers. And then Garth Brooks' mind on an award show before he came to Spokane, which just ruined him for me as well. So, not to be too critical of him, and I know that people, I get so much backlash on this. To get back to your topic, where country artists start to where they get to is very, very different.
1: Yeah. So, well, what my point to some of this was is like it's interesting to be in these guys are in the country music industry, right? mm -hmm. And to see how country music has changed over the last. I mean, 20 years, really. I mean, I think there's a massive change in over the last 20 years. They call years. it bro country, bro like Florida, country. Georgia, LA. Yeah, and it is. And, but the whole industry has become bro country. But I think mm-hmm. country has also become more accepted yeah. because of how it's changed. So part of this was, I think if you're in an industry like that, it, it, and you can really stick to, to, to what it was and the roots of it, or you can be someone who's a little bit of a maverick. Adapt. And Adapt and grow in the industry or die Mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting because it's like I think this is the most edgy different country song I've ever heard Uh, it's too edgy for me in country but I don't like to your point I don't mind listening to it it's not terrible but it's one of those things where it's like this might be the way that country's going and who am I to say that it's not country
0: well where I was going with the Eric Church reference was his last two albums the Outsiders album there was straight up hard rock music with him singing Mm -hmm. now there was the odd still kind of country song in there and then his latest album Desperate Man I don't I would classify that as kind of Bruce Springsteen or Bob Dylan or I mean just soulful melodies that don't really sound twangy or you know so no not traditional country but he's earned that and then you go back to his initial albums and there's you know these boots and I know where I come from with a super twangy right And I think the problem with this one, yeah, the problem with this one that you just played, they're just establishing themselves, and people are like, "No, you haven't earned the right to call this country yet. You can develop to that." And I think that throwing
1: Billy Ray Cyrus on there, yeah,
0: (laughs) achy breaky heart is awful, by the way. But I think you're right.
1: You're just trying to like (laughs) (laughs) alienate all of our listeners with all their big.
0: If you're not adapting, if you're not looking at your industry and trying to disrupt it. And saying, hey, we're going to introduce something new, different, updated. Yeah. You know, it used to be there was pages and pages and pages of documents and signatures to sign up for credit card processing. Yeah. Paper signatures. I've got an iPad or a computer now and people give me three signatures and it's all done online and they get a copy in their email. Yeah, You know, that's a huge leap forward. In your industry, it used to be that the, the developments there, like we talked about it, like TD Ameritrade online. Well, it's and, that's all online now. You, yeah. know, you can do, that people can check no, no, instantly. No
1: longer a paper trade ticket. Yeah. So, you know, we've got apps on our phone, we can check. Yeah. I can stocks. run a lot of my business from my phone.
0: Yeah. So, if you're not trying to adapt and change and make things better and better subjective. Yep. So, I was gonna say, yep, your better. traditionalists hate that. Yep. Your, your bro country fans are like, no, I like Florida Georgia Line and Luke Bryan and, you know Jason I think This in,
1: artist is XN something. What was it? Old Town Road. Little Nas X. I've never heard of him. Little Nas X. Yeah, couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Don't know who that is, but but no, yeah. it was just an interesting thing. So thanks, thank you, people, for indulging me on that. That was a uh, that was it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: he told me he was going to surprise me with something, and that was it. <laughs> He's like, "Don't make it emotional. I don't want emotional." I'm like, "It'll be funny. It's about country music." Yeah. Well, that's what I have. That's all I got.
0: I really don't have anything else yeah. other than to say thank go- you for everybody that's listening. I mean, last week's listening numbers were very, very good.
1: Yeah, I just checked. We had some good listening numbers right now, too. Um, so appreciate you guys and appreciate you guys' input. I know I've gotten stopped a couple times and people saying they really enjoying the podcast and that we're, uh, we, we're both talking about this before that we're both looking skinnier and better. So I uh, appreciate you guys. And those of you, I know there's a few of you out there that listen to every podcast so our true supporters.
0: Well, I had a, I had a friend of mine who I'm not super close with. He came out with us last night, though. I know him through some acquaintances, and he uh, reached out on Facebook just before I went to Florida and asked if we could get together, because he has been listening to the podcast. And he, uh, we finally talked on the phone yesterday, was it? Yeah, yesterday. We'd arranged to meet for coffee, and then some things went sideways. And I said, look, I'm in the car for the next half hour. Are you in the car? Call me we talked and got pretty deep and exchanged like people that we look up to things we listen to Mm -hmm. you know business practices it actually was really really impactful to me and um what was most impactful was he said hey i want to start off by saying i'm super jealous i've always wanted to do a podcast or something like that and you and ben did it Mm -hmm. and you turned it around in a quick time he's like and i'm going to do it i just need your help and input on the steps. So, mm-hmm. I mean, cool. I I pulled the emails that you and I were sending back in November. Mm-hmm. And I said, Equipment and everything. Yeah. Equipment and you know links to here's and ideas, helps here. And I told him I said I'll take the, and and it's kind of nice now that people are coming to us and and we're, I've I've had that a lot where people are like I'm listening to episodes. It's it's actually helping. You know, it's it's funny here where you guys are at what you're doing. So I hope this one doesn't ruin it with my negativity at the start. But it's life. Um, we said
1: we we're gonna be raw
0: and real. And I want to, I do want to, beyond just saying thanks for listening, teaching me if I'm going to take something away from this, and this is accountability from way back, not necessarily mm-hmm. before we even did accountability chats. Being vulnerable is hard for me. I think I mentioned I have that yeah. Superman complex. I don't believe sometimes that I'm human, I think. And not in i I'm better than anybody kind of way, just have routine and structure and when that gets messed with from an emotional standpoint, it just, it breaks me down. And yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm, and
1: well, and I think part of thank sharing, you Ben
0: for letting me share that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think part of sharing and part of this journey and everything is like, you know, sharing those f- feelings I think does lead to healing too. Right. And getting it out there. It's like, sometimes you just feel like a breath almost like a weight off, just being able to talk about it and share it sometimes too. So I'm glad that the, this platform allows for that. Yeah.
0: But, no. Well, the, we appreciate you all, guys. Thanks for listening.
1: Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you don't already, follow us on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook, ordinary to extraordinary uh, and our Instagram, O2E e Journey. Until
0: the next time, be good to yourselves and to each other. Boom.
1: I am flesh and
2: I am bone. Rise up, ting, like little gold. I got fire in my soul up ting ting like glitter <laughs>